0: what's going on everybody okay so th- today's kind of a more of a different um setup bianca my co-host obviously isn't here we were going to do a podcast on wednesday but things got a little bit busy got a little hectic yeah uh, and right now i was watching the warrior game Warrior game really not turning out too hot right now i believe it's uh yeah let's just not even mention the score actually because it's disgusting um We'll be back. We'll be back, though. We're going to bounce back. I w- I'm pr- I'm a proud fan. I'm repping. Bianca got me these sweet new posters. We're still trying to figure out how exactly we're going to utilize the space. Probably going to expand a little bit. So this is just a test run. Really, this is just an experiment for me because I've never talked by myself doing a show before. So this will be new. But I just really wanted to get in the UFC episode because, as we know... Leon freaking Rocky Edwards is back fighting Bilal Muhammad. And I'm going to talk about something interesting though, because a lot of people say mm, Bilal Muhammad, does he even deserve to be in there with Leon? And I say, you know what? In all honesty, there's nobody else that could be really fighting right now. If you look at the rankings, Stephen Wonderboy, he got banged up. We um, got Luke a and Woodley lined up to fight and Colby doesn't want to fight him um Neil Bagney and Kiesa just fought you know it's it's really the only fight that makes sense right now and Bilal stepped up and he's taking advantage of opportunity and props to him because if he wins I mean that puts you in the title contention but we'll get to who I think's gonna win later I'm sorry I'm literally watching the warrior game behind me I don't know why I'm watching it when they're down by seems like 100 points right now just an abys- abysmal game. Just too much fouling. Shots are not dropping. um Lots of and ones for the Clippers. The Clippers are legit. So I'm just gonna. Don't mind me. I'm gonna turn this sucker off. Yeah, power down. Power down. Maybe they'll come back. Who knows? But um, in terms of so kind of transitioning back to. UFC 259 I wanted to mention some people that really stood out to me. I mean Amanda Lemos, Jesus. She's a beast. Her boxing was insanity that game. I mean <laughs> that game. Her boxing was insanity. Um on Saturday. It was she I've never I've it's been a while since I've seen somebody drop with a jab. I forget exa- who she fought but it was it was a phenomenal performance and especially women's strike. I mean, there are some obviously like Amanda Nunez, you see girls that have just insane power in their hands, but Amanda Lemo, she was pretty impressive. Um, and then obviously euros, uh, Medic, Trevin Jones, Kyler Phillips, one of the more dynamic strikers I've ever seen. Um, he, his fight was just him versus song. You That was what, that was probably the best, um, fight on that card in my opinion i mean the entire it was kind of crazy the the entire prelims were was better than the main card i mean you kind of knew when rakich and santos kicked it off uh, yeah that gave me real cyril gone versus uh vibes with that fight right there and i don't think that that's gonna i don't think that's gonna get yawn out of bed wanting to fight one of those guys, you know. His performance against Izzy. I was kind of almost on track there. Izzy was pretty comfortable early, but Yan just turned it around at the end, started laying on him. But he wasn't just laying on him, obviously. He was laying on some GP there, you know. But UFC 259, it was great. Dominic Cruz, he looks so fast, so good in his um returns since losing to triple C. Um, but guys are really keeping a look out for Kyler Phillips and Askar Askarov, like I mentioned. I mean, Askar Askarov, it doesn't get much better than that. That guy's good on the ground, he'll take you down. He's great on the feet. He can stand with anybody in the flyweight division. He's gonna be an issue. I mean, he's beat Alejandro Pantoja, he's beat Joey B. Um, I believe he drew he had a draw with Brandon Moreno. And I wanna say that was even his UFC debut. Could be wrong on that. Um Askar Askarov could hold that strap uh, soon. I mean, he's just all those Dagestani guys are just obviously insane in transitioning into Dagestani guys. Um, well, I, I guess not Dagestani, but Russian guys. Um, Islam Makachev. I mean, I mean, it was a long. He made it, Drew Dover probably consider not wanting to do MMA for a split second because it was pretty dominant and even he can stand too which is pretty insane but i mean his trips um so smooth so effortless i mean he because drew dover he managed to stuff a takedown but then islam got a leg a little bit a little bit of that sweep action there put him right on his back and then that choke shoulder choke i mean come on i've never seen that's that's i don't know Islam is a stud. I, I can see why people don't want to fight that guy. Jesus Christ. I mean, why would you want to fight him? Why would you want to fight him? You just want to get... You want to get pinned on your back for three or five rounds? I'm good. I don't want to do that. Um. Yeah, Islam's going to be the champion one day. I mean, he, he's... I don't want to say he's Khabib because all these guys are different in their own kind of ways, but I mean, come on. He... The crazy thing is he looks good on his feet. I, the only thing that I was thinking was that Drew Dober could catch him because he was he's knocked out his last three opponents. Um, and Alexander Hernandez is good, and he has a knockout victory over him. And the only loss that Islam has was um, a knockout. I forget who exactly knocked him out. But, yeah, I, I, I said you could maybe make, make a little cash money on um Drew Dober maybe. And, no, the only one that you were going to make cash money on was uh Dominic Cruz? He was definitely should have been the favorite in that fight. I mean, kind of disrespectful, low key. Um, I watched a whole video on that whole Hans Molenkamp situation. Really interesting. I didn't really know um what Dominic was talking about exactly. Uh, all I knew was I knew of that Hans Molenkamp guy. There's a video of him knocking a can out of Daniel Cormier's hands or something, and that's kind of what I recognized him from. I knew he's involved with the UFC. I didn't really know how kind of how much of a power hungry guy he is. And I don't think it's all monsters problem. It's just him. So I I'm down for a charity match. I think I'll take Dominic Cruz in that fight all day. Dominic Cruz is one of the best bantamweights in the world. Speaking to the bantamweight division. Um, Kyler Phillips, honestly, in a way in that Kyler Phillips and song, you that fight kind of encapsulates the UFC Bantamweight Division as a whole, because the whole UFC Bantamweight division stacked to the brim with talent. I mean, you've got guys, Chido Vera, Song Yedong, obviously Kyle Phillips, Sean O'Malley, And then you have the top guys, Aljo, San Hagen, um you had Dilja, Aldo, uh, Piotr. I mean, Piotr is not gonna lose that rematch that he's gonna have with Piotrion. You know I mean, there's no one he, he yeah. That that whole entire conundrum situation there was pretty I'm not gonna say it I mean he, he definitely took a heavy shot there I don't know if there's milk in it who am I to speculate I've never set foot in an octagon I don't know what he was feeling sure seemed like it at times but you know he took a severe shot in anything's possible there and he you don't want to win like that he knows Aljamain knows that and As from what I saw in that fight, Aljo obviously, anybody who watched the fight knows that Aljo struggled to get him to the ground. And um, honestly, Piotr is so well-rounded. He just tripped him. I mean, he popped him several times, and Aljo did not stand a chance. He was gassed in that final portion, and there was just some confusion there um, when he threw that knee, and it is what it is. I think it, sh- it should have been a DQ, man. You don't want to see yeah, – Aljo doesn't want the title like that. But, I mean, he's going to make some cash in their, in their rematch, you know. So, it's good for him in that aspect. Aljo's really good, but I don't see anybody touching Piotr. He seems to get better as the fight goes on. He starts to figure you out. And if you can't take him to the ground, he seems to have really good takedown defense. He's striking, obviously. is on point, And he's just ferocious. He's ferocious. Um – yeah, and what I said, you know, might not be the most exciting guy in the world, but when you step in that foot in that octagon, he makes up for it. Uh, he is one of the most exciting guys. He, he is the most exciting guy, probably since he is the champion. He is the most exciting guy, and arguably the most exciting division in all of the UFC. Now, um, Leon Edwards, getting into this a little bit, Leon. So happy you're back, my man. It's been a long time. This will be my first official time actually watching you fight. So I'm looking forward to it. I've obviously seen seen all the highlights. The one time when you fought RDA back in summer 2019, I missed that, unfortunately. But I actually know the first time I did watch him was the Gunnar Nelson fight because I was intrigued by the Till versus Masvidal matchup. And that's when the whole thing went down. I remember watching that whole entire situation with the three-piece in the soda backstage alive, and I was just thinking to myself, is this actually happening right now? Because that whole entire situation was whack. I Yeah, I, I Leon needs that fight. Because thank you, Leon, for being here because we have a division at the top full of numb nuts. Kamaru is not as bad as some of them, but and, and Gilbert is a great is a good guy. But Leon, uh, Jorge, and Colby, I don't know. I, I like Colby because he talks big game, backs it up, but it's just annoying. You don't want those guys as your champion, especially. I don't know. I, I, There's just something you really have to root for with Leon Rocky Edwards. I mean, he take he does everything the right way. He's been patient. He's been dealt a pretty shat hand and we're going to see if ring rust is a thing for leon i don't think it's going to be i think that he is just better in every aspect of fighting than Bilal muhammad Bilal is so good he's tough he's a tank he's absolutely jacked uh and he's got good he had a good last fight against lima um but i just do not this is just a big big step up in competition and Leon's a savage. He's on the feet, on the ground. I mean, his elbows, the way he sets him up. He's got long, nice, clean striking, and there's a lot of really good fighters on this card that you're gonna want to look out for for sure. If you know anything about UFC, if you don't, hopefully I can help you out a little bit. You know, um, yeah, I let's just let's hop into this. Let's hop into this freaking card, man, because, um. There's some bangers on here. I won't go through all of them. Just I want to keep this one short just because I don't have um I don't really have my co-host here to bounce ideas off of, which isn't as fun. But sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. I'm just gonna highlight the ones that I really like here. I got Nasrat Haqprass versus Rafa Garcia. I mean, Nasrat Hakbaras throws absolute bomb missiles. He has firecrackers in his hands. He is a beast. He's the guy that I want you to look out for in this fight. I mean his striking is phenomenal in, like I said, heat-seeking missiles that can put you away. And he's fighting a good uh, Rafa Garcia, who this is going to be his UFC debut. He's 12-0, and, and I think he was, a, he was fighting for Combate. So it's going to be really – he's a Mexican. It's going to be really interesting to see this fight. I'm looking forward to it. I don't really know much about Rafa Garcia. I watched some of his um, – YouTube film, you know, I study the game, you know, don't have the balls to step in there, but I'll watch it. I'm rooting for these guys. I like them all. Um, but the He was supposed to be on which pay-per-view was that supposed to be? I forget. He was supposed to fight Armand Sarukian, I want to say, huh? He was supposed to fight Ar- Armand Sarukian, and I was pumped about that, but that fell through. Um, but Nasrat he is somebody to look out for. Uh, He's got, he's only lost in his last five uh, outings was to Drew Dober. But I like Nasrott a lot. And then, so moving on from that, we got Ronnie Aya, Ray Rodriguez. Ray's good. Uh, but then moving on, Char- Charles Jourdain versus Marcelo Rojo. Um, Charles Jourdain, super dynamic. His fight versus Andre Feely was great. He caught Andre Feeley. Um and Then he fought uh, Josh Koulibau. That went to a draw. Both of those guys are scrappers. But I really like Charles Jordan. And I'm, if I'm looking for a guy that is going to give me a knockout in the night, maybe, um, this is a sleeper pick. Charles Jordan is great. And I was watching uh, mm, uh, some of the Rojo because some of these guys I've never seen before. And I was watching uh, Ro- uh, Marcello. His, some of his highlights and he looks really good so these are going to be really tough fights for both men i mean just because these guys maybe not haven't fought um in the ufc before does not mean they're not going to be tough fights uh i yeah you just can't look past some of these guys these combate guys are tough like gustavo lopez i mean there's really good fighters all over the world and they're just looking for their opportunity and once they crack in they're going to want to seize the opportunity so some of these guys have been in the ufc taking on some of these guys that they might Think aren't quite on their level. You need to be ready. You've seen it. I mean, there's so many good guys. Zalga when he came in against Hali and Paiva, he's a beast. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many guys. Um, now, moving on to the main card. I mean, where do you want to start here? You're going to start Eric Anders or Darren Stewart, Darren the dentist Stewart. I mean, we give gave Kevin Holland, who arguably is going to be middleweight champion of the world, a run for his freaking money. And he, um, he beat, he beat Maki Patolo, yes, and I, I I love Darren the dentist here, And then as for Eric Anders, the one thing I remember Eric Anders is when he got absolutely slashed and dashed against Joaquin Buckley. That was that was a bloodbath. And I wanted he he, he bounced he bounced back. I want to say Eric Anders no he, he bounced back uh, after losing to Roundtree, got together a couple wins, then lost to Christoph Jocko. But this fight against Darren the dentist Stewart's tough. Darren is a beast mode uh his fight against maki super impressive um he lost a split decision to kevin holland and kevin thought he lost that fight which was crazy to me i i I thought kevin won thought he did enough but darren finished rounds really well in that fight uh and it was just a downright good fight it was a scrap uh and then manel cap boys manel freaking cap he had a great fight against all genre prantoja He's going to fight uh, Matthias uh, Nicolaou. Manel Cap's a showman. The only reason... I mean, he was landing good shots, but the reason that he lost that fight to Alejandre was practically because he did not throw enough. He didn't throw enough... Um, what am I trying to say here, guy? He didn't throw enough volume is what I'm trying to say. And Manel Cap's so good. He's a phenomenal striker. And he get That whole entire fight, I was thinking... Um, Alejandro, even though I, I was, I thought Alejandro was winning the entire fight, um, through and through, I was just thinking, Dude, this is one of those fights, man, where you have to stay on point, locked in, because Manel Cap has the ability to put you down. And yeah, and it's another great fight. And then Jonathan Martinez, a guy I really wanted to highlight, he's fighting Davy Grant. Davy Grant, he's good. I remember his fight with, um, Martin Day where Davey Grant got cracked early by Martin Day and then rallied, cleared the cobwebs a little bit and ended up getting that dub, which was really impressive. But he's facing a tough Jonathan Martinez. Beat Thomas Alameda in his last time out. I believe Alameda is going to be fighting Sugar Sean O'Malley. And um, Jonathan Martinez beat Frankie Science. That's the first time I watched him fight. I was That was when Ma- Jonathan Martinez missed a weight. I want to say. And so I felt bad for Frankie. But he got back on track there with Thomas Almeida. And that was a good fight. That was another, that was literally another one that I was going to mention that Jonathan had to stay on point because Almeida's a beast. He had to stay on point the entire fight, even though his striking is phenomenal. Um, gotta stay locked in and Jonathan Martinez clean, clean, clean striking. I mean, you wanna you wanna watch a master class? Watch this guy. He's so good. His um, front kicks um, to the body, like teeps and stuff, so good. The man manages distance, really good. Um, I sound like an idiot. I don't really know what I'm talking about here, but I just really like watching him fight, especially in his last time out. It's just so pure, and I, that's why I'm that's why I'm looking for for performance in the night for shizzle. Uh, I like Jonathan. He's one of my favorite fighters to watch, and. I add, add another guy to, I mean, you can go on and on about each division, but there's just so many guys and he's a great 145 pounder. Next we've got um, Danny Gavers, Gavin Tucker. So Gavin Tucker, really good. He beat Justin James. He's beat Justin James, Who's a stud. And he, uh, I want to say he subbed him out. And then who else did he fight? Who do you beat in his last time out? Oh, Billy Quartillo, yeah, for sure. He controlled Billy Quartillo on the ground. Yeah, he's put a little, um, he strung together a nice little three-fight win streak here. And that I mean, I mean, I don't know. He's tatted up to the brim, man. And if we've saw anything with Sean Brady, uh you know that, that those tats give you powers. Because Brady, he freaking he showed Jake Matthews he's boss, man. That was a beast. But Gavin Tucker, I'm liking Gavin Tucker in this fight. He's he's my he's my underdog picking this this whole entire thing because I I really love Dan Nige. I love Dan Nige a lot. But I mean, Gavin Tucker's a sleeper, man. If you want to make some serious cash, I mean, not serious cash, I mean, depending on how much you want to freaking blow. I, I would give it. I would. I would throw my money on Gavin Tucker if you're looking for. If you're looking for an underdog to win, okay, because underdogs rarely win, baby. Um, that's my upset of the night pick, and my fight of the night pick. One of the one of my fight of the night picks were Manel Cap and Matthias, uh, and then Danny Gay versus Gavin Tucker. Danny Gay is so good, though. I mean, his fight with Edson Barboza was iconic. I mean. Go back and watch that fight. Edson looked like really good. Edson looked really good for moving down, but Dan, Dynamite is tough as nails and it will just stay in your face and he'll throw bombs. I mean, even his fight with Calvin Cater, Calvin eventually pulled away after it was it was close, but it was close in the beginning. Dan was landing some really nice shots, but Calvin ultimately pulled away. And then Superman Span versus Misha Serganov. I'm going with Serganov on this one. And then um, the main event is going to be baller baby and yeah i just wanted to make this one really quick i mean probably not the most exhilarating thing for you guys to watch but one thing a couple things that i wanted to actually um hit on is because i personally know that i mean i shut the fuck up (laughs) um leanne edwards is he's everything is ride or die right now he has to obviously get this dub captain obvious here but if he doesn't he doesn't have that leeway where some of these other big stars have because he hasn't been as active. He doesn't have that um, kind of thing where, oh, I can bounce back quickly. He's going to have to work his way back up. If you lose to Bilal Muhammad at all those title shots, like he said, it goes away instantly and he's going to have to work his way back up. So this is a, obviously must win. Um, so I obviously have the utmost faith in him. So I'm going to look forward for Land Edwards. And I think that honestly, you've got to go Colby Covington. I don't care. You got to throw a bag at Colby Covington to um, get him to fight leon because i like you said colby's not here to do charity matches i don't blame him but this isn't a charity match this is a guy ranked right below you in the rankings not that the rankings really mean much but this guy is Tiffer tat just as good as anybody in the multi-weight division and we're gonna have camaro fighting Jorge, and whatever happens in that fight depending on how it goes the winner could be out for a little bit especially if they film ultimate fighter they're, we're gonna be out for a while and we're gonna Gonna, and I I personally believe Leon's gonna get Bilal out of there relatively quickly um, or unscathed. Uh, so, Colby's gonna have to suit up, bro. There's no one else worth fighting or risking a nine fight win streak, especially when you're stepping up to fight a guy like Hamza and then you're not afraid to fight a guy uh, and risk everything to fight Bilal Muhammad. You have to reward that guy with a title shot or something big with Colby next, you know? Nobody else is worth fighting. And One thing that I was thinking about that came up with UFC 259 was what double champ had it more difficult, had more difficult path. And I was just thinking about this. This is so random. I'm all over the place. I'm just kind of following the notes that I had down because this was the last minute. I only did this because the Warriors reading smacked. But I was thinking that which double champ, I think you just have to low-key go by weight class here. And the fact that Daniel Cormier became heavyweight champ, that's, I think that personally is the guy that had the most difficult path to becoming tied um, double champ because Connor, obviously he beat the best 145 pounder at the time, Jose Aldo, and then cleaned up. He freaking demolished Eddie. Um, but you know, I don't know. Eddie was the perfect opponent for Connor at that time. And then, Amanda Nunez is just on a different level. Her, Juliana Pena, what are you doing? What are you doing? I, like her whole entire spiel on Ariel Hawani, I'm just thinking to myself, yeah, you're trying to do MMA math with Kat Zinghanou? I, I think that's who beat Amanda seven years ago. Keep that in mind. And she's saying that just because Kat Zinganu beat Amanda and Juliana beat Cats and that automatically means that Juliana has a chance against uh Amanda and while I would like to think that you do nobody does there's zero women if you're in the UFC bantamweight division or featherweight division for that matter move down if you if you can't cut to 125 or 115 um yeah i just consider doing something else because we're just waiting it out until Amanda Nunes retires. Because if you're like Amanda Nunez's age right now, and you're up in the rankings, and you have to fight her, good luck. Because it's not you're not going to beat her. And also, and this isn't this isn't world shocking news or anything. People know this. I just I, I just think it's funny when people try to call her out. It's like who have you beat? I think she got tapped out by Jermaine Durandamy, I want to say. Let's look it up. Let's look it up right now, Juliana. Because I want to say she got. I want to say I saw something that she is trying to call out one of the most well-rounded UFC fighters in the world, but she's lost. She got subbed out by one of the best strikers in the division. Jermaine Duranami is an absolute beast, Mo. I love her a lot, uh, but Juliana, please don't do that to yourself. You you don't you yeah she got subbed out by Jermaine Duranami. Stop it. You think you're gonna fight? You got subbed out by a girl. That Amanda Nunez nullified by taking her to the ground come on let's 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 be smarter here honey let's not do that moving on from that that makes me so much that's makes me so mad do an MMA math and then like when you're doing MMA math you better make sure all your other equations check out because if she can use something against you that's not good and also oh my it's so dumb because you can say the exact same thing for Amanda Amanda just dis- dismantled. Jermaine Durand although Jermaine Durand and had some good, um, she did have some good moments in that fight with an up kick and she was kind of peppering her on the feet a little bit there, but come on, come on, Juliana, you don't deserve that. I mean, honestly, if they're just throwing away title shots though, and you want to get your butt kicked for a bunch of money, I mean, go for it. But in turn, I don't know, man, don't even get me started on that. Yeah. I literally wrote, what is the point of fighting a women's featherweight or bantamweight? The featherweight needs to be done. My dad has this whole thing where he wants, um, girls to fight it like a super heavyweight kind of and i'm just thinking we don't have girls to feel 145 pound division how are you going to do that i mean i wouldn't i i want to yeah i don't i'm I'm not even going to go down that tangent dude i just get too worked up every time he brings it up i just get mad um now boys one of the one of the grander questions because besides bantamweight division we've got a pretty interesting little little tournament at middleweight. Who is the toughest? Who is the toughest matchup for Israel Adesanya at middleweight for him coming back down to defend his title? And what I'm thinking is Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori, sold, I'm sold on him. He's going to get past Darren Till, and he's going to get a title shot. I mean, because Robert Whitaker, is he wants something new. Is he wants something new. I mean, although he has already beat Marvin but that was a really close fight that he beat him at that he beat him in um I think Marvin Matori, when he told when he was talking in his post fight press conference and he said he was a little bit tired after cuz he cracked Hermanson early and then had to dig deep but when he told when he said that he had to dig deep and kind of just he just threw caution to the wind and just said, I'm willing to die in there. Basically like that's the mindset that Adesanya has. You have to have that to be a champion. And I think that Marvin's got that. He has me sold. I mean, he can do it all. He'll, he'll choke you out. He'll take you down and he can knock you out. We saw all of those. We've seen all those elements of Spade, especially when he fought, when he fought Carl Robertson. And when he fought, obviously in his last time out against, uh, what's, Jacker manson i mean he's well-rounded everywhere and i think he is the biggest threat if you're gonna see a good fight if till wins though you're gonna see a good striking clinic on both sides but i mean i just i can't see i seriously cannot see anybody but marvin vettore getting past adesanya i didn't get that you didn't? try again no no i can't try again siri Please stop it! How about that new Dominic Fike song? Yeah, with Paul McCartney. Let's go! I'm going to do a podcast with my sister about that because I am in love. I'm in love with that. But I, the first time I got into Marvin, the whole entire Marvin Vittori bandwagon train is when he fought Carl Robinson because it always there always seems to be he's a guy that can sell a fight. You know, yeah. He's a guy that's always going to be at a press conference. He's going to be talking crap. He's going to he's going to square you up. He's going to be he's just feisty and that's what you kind of like it makes you more intriguing to watch it and then his fighting style backs it up he's not just compensating for one aspect of his game you know he's balanced in all aspects especially off out of the um octagon which is pretty much would make a promoter like dana White drool you know um this is so weird talking without anybody i don't know i don't know i don't know how i'm doing if you guys make it this far in the podcast, let me know how I'm doing. I'm open to constructive criticism. You know, try to get better at this. Um, now, we've kind of covered most of everything. I mean, yeah, I want to. Yeah, we probably won't be seeing a double champ fight anytime soon. Just nothing really lines up, and it's pretty difficult to um, for guys to bounce back and forth to defend it. You know, um, Triple C has done it, but I don't think he's fought. No, yeah, he's done it. Triple C's done it. Yeah, Triple C's amazing. Um, now, you know, I think I think we covered everything. I, I, this is my final thoughts. Final thoughts right now. Final thoughts right now. I'm, try, I'm just I'm just putting I'm just putting this together. Jan Blachowicz is legit. Okay, he's he's amazing. He's really good. And Adesanya well, we can beat basically anybody else at 205. Let's be real here. He's one of the best 205ers in the world for sure um however i believe the light heavyweight division needs some sauce and you know who who can provide that sauce i think he goes by the name of hiri Prochachka. okay i think that he's going to provide the sauce that the light heavyweight division needs A rocket is good raketch is good okay Tio santos is good we've got good light heavyweights coming up like johnny walker uh who we got jimmy crew got good light heavyweights but Yuri Prohach has got something different. He is exciting. He is fun, and there's just something about his style. He's gonna bring a scrap. And also, if he gets popped, watch. Go back to watch um some of his fights where he's in where he fought in one. I want to say he was fighting in one championship. He gets dropped or he he'll get cracked or something. But he'll come back and crack you and he'll win. But his five versus Vulcan is amazing. I, I love, I love here, 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 he provides the sauce that the light heavyweight needs for rejuvenation. And you know what? That's it for me, fellas. That's all. I'm let, Let's check this one thing. Hopefully this was okay. I mean, I just wanted to get this. I, it was just killing me. I'm just thinking to myself, Leon Edwards is fighting and I can't do a podcast. And then like, come on. We never know when, or he fought in rising, rising through. Come on, Kellen. Um, yeah, that's, that's what it was. It wasn't one. It was rising. Um, But we had to do this. We had to freaking do this. And it was all over the place. It was a little scattered. But, you know, and that'll do. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you disagree with me from anything I said, let me know. You know, probably going to be wrong. I'm wrong a lot. But hopefully I offer some insight that you guys appreciate, you know. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe. Um, We're going to be grinding out podcasts, you know, for the majority of my life. You know, this is what I want to do. Let's go. Later, guys. Thank you.